0: In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Are we born believers? Are we born believers? Everybody, religious or otherwise, knows God in their minds and hearts. Whether they admit it or not, we are innately programmed to know God, to love Him, and to seek refuge in Him. Thus, the term for non-believer in Arabic is kafir, which means one who covers the truth. God is the self-evident truth. God is the self-evident evident truth which everybody recognizes according to Hamza Zoratsis of the Sabian's Institute a self-evident truth is one that is universal untaught natural and intuitive he provides the following diagrams to demonstrate Characteristics of self evident truths. 1. Universal. Not a product of a specific culture or social conditions, e.g., belief that the past was once the present. 2. Untaught. Not based on external information transfer not acquired via information transfer external to your introspection and senses. Again, not based on external information transfer, not acquired via information transfer external to your introspection and senses. Three natural formed due to the natural functioning of The human psyche for intuitive, the easiest and simplest interpretation of the world. The basic idea of God, one universal, not the product of one culture, cross-cultural not based on a specific social conditioning or conditions, sorry, not based on specific social conditions. To untaught. The, the belief that things that emerge require a creator or prior causal conditions is untaught. The belief that things that emerge require a creator or prior causal conditions is untaught natural this is number 3 formed by people with normal cognitive and psychological faculties a for intuitive simple and comprehensive explanation for the universe the atheist view the eth- the atheist view Raises more questions than it solves. Therefore, if our innate disposition is unclouded, God is clearly evident. Our heart has a lock, and knowledge of God is its key. Our heart has a lock and knowledge of God is its key. The key, however, will not fit if the lock is rusty or damaged from pride and distortions. In the Quran, it is mentioned that when the human race started, as a seed in our father Adam, God took an oath from all of us that we would know him as our Lord and cherisher. And remember when your Lord brought forth from the children of Adam, from their loins, their seed, or from Adam's loins, his offspring, and made them testify concerning themselves saying am i not your lord they said yes lest you should say on the day of resurrection verily we have been unaware of this quran chapter 7 verse 172 the fitra knowledge of knowledge of god the fitra the innate nature or knowledge of God upon which he has created people. No change in God's creation. The fitra, knowledge of God upon which he has created people. No change in God's creation. Quran chapter 30 verse 30. The Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him said, No child is born except on the fitra." Bukhari. Volume 2, Hadith number 440. Before you rush to label the above as sentimental mush, I would ask that you please consider the studies below. In a 2001 study by the Center for Brain and Spiritual Studies, at the University of Pennsylvania, Dr. Andrew Newberg and Dr. Eugene D'Aquile found measurable changes in the limbic system and the object association area in the brains of monks and people in a prayer. In the abstract of their paper, the neuropsychological basis of religions or why god won't go away they state in general religion appears to serve two major functions it is a system of self-maintenance and a system of self-transcendence since both of these functions bear directly on a human survival and adaptability, the neuropsychological mechanisms that underlie religions appear to have become thoroughly ingrained in the human gene pool, and ultimately human experience. In 2001, sorry, in 2011, in two Sorry, a 2011 study at the University of Oxford found that humans across many cultures are predisposed to believe in gods and the afterlife. In a 2013 Finnish study published in the International Journal for the Psychology of Religion, Volume 24, uh, uh, 2014, Issue 2, Marajana Linton, or Marajana Lindman, Bethany Haywood, Tapani Rike, and Tommy Mackinen, examined whether atheists exhibit evidence of emotional arousal when they dare God to cause harm to themselves and their intimates. They examined whether atheists exhibit evidence of emotional arousal when they dare God to cause harm to themselves and their intimates. Skin conductance testing. Skin conductance testing showed that asking God to do awful things was equally stressful for both atheists and theists. The results imply that (coughs) The the results imply that atheist attitudes toward God are ambivalent and that their explicit belief conflict with their affective response. (coughs) In one of its many verses addressing the psychology of the disbeliever, the Quran talks about this ambivalence. And they rejected while their inner selves were convinced, and they rejected while their inner selves were convinced out of injustice and haughtiness. Quran chapter 27 verse 14. Oliveira Petrovich, research fellow at the University of Oxford's Department of Experimental Psychology, uses supporting evidence from a series of studies of children and adults living in diverse cultures, such as the UK and Japan, to contend that religion or theology constitutes one of the core domains of the human cognition, rather than being a byproduct of other core domains and specific cultural inputs. Recent research by john canfield and killman at newman university concluded that there is a natural propensity to see nature as designed even among atheists and that non-belief was cognitively effortful professor justin barrett the director of thrive center for human development in Pasadena, California, in his book, Born Believers. (coughs) Professor Justin Barrett, the director of Thrive Center for Human Development in Pasadena, California, in his book, Born Believers, the science of children's belief concludes that children believe in a divine being that created the entire universe. On the other hand, atheism is taught and is counterintuitive. Many atheists acknowledge this and try to address the void which results from denying their natural human inclinations by borrowing some concepts from religion. The writer Alain De Barton during a TED talk suggested that atheists should steal from religion to address this void the fact that atheists continuously debate with theists on the idea of god indicates familiarity and experience with the concept of god if they had no experience they wouldn't even know what theists are talking about for example you cannot expect a blind man to describe the color red, but if he starts describing the feelings and impressions of the color and comments on its qualities, then he cannot be blind. The practice of religion is a basic need for people in every community. You may find many cities without a theater, without a park, without a library some even without a school but you will rarely find one without a place of worship when a plane goes down those on board whether believers atheists or communists start praying to someone beyond themselves as the saying goes there are no atheists in foxholes there are no atheists in foxholes everybody at death knows God because at this point all vanity and delusions disappear and only the truth remains say have you considered if there came to you the punishment of God or there came to you the hour is it other than God you would invoke if you should be truthful? No, it is him alone you would invoke. Quran chapter 6 verses 40 and 41. Thus, the real question amounts to this. Do we want a relationship with God during this life? Or do we want to know him only upon death? (coughs) faith is for the ambitious faith is for the ambitious are you satisfied with what this life has to offer or do you yearn for more every worldly every worldly desire every worldly desire loses its appeal after we acquire it Either we lose excitement as it comes familiar or we worry about losing it. In a secular environment, man searches for happiness in material things. He tells himself, if I get money, I'll be happy. He becomes rich but finds he's still unsatisfied. When Bill Gates was asked how he felt about his fortune of 130 billion, he answered, that number means nothing to me. Or man tells himself, or man tells himself, if I have power and fame, I'll be happy. Celebrities have both, yet in general, they are a notoriously unhappy segment of the population. When we limit our goals to material things, we leave our other dimension, the spiritual dimension, unfulfilled. True happiness involves satisfying both aspects of our humanity. According to Ibn al-Qayyim al-Jawziyyah, a famous Muslim scholar, truly, he said, Truly in the heart there is a void that cannot be filled except with the company of God. A sadness that cannot be lifted except with the bliss of knowing Him. And a yearning that cannot be fulfilled except with His love and remembrance. Even if a person were given all of the world and everything in it, it cannot fill this emptiness. Furthermore, without belief, in an afterlife everything is incomplete because earthly life comes to an end sooner or later. Ultimately, even if we have the best 100 years or so on earth without an afterlife, there is only the grave to look forward to. We are born with the desire to reach for the stars Untouch eternity and nothing in this transient and limited worldly life will ever satisfy that desire Our dreams can only be met by our creator Who has everything Let's take a very ambitious dream list or bucket list on earth fly on a space mission to mars Meet the Queen, the President, Tom Cruise, etc. Meet the Pope, meet a dignitary, own a Caribbean island, have the boxing ability of Muhammad Ali or the beauty of Cleopatra, Klu- 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 uh, Klu- live to be 150. Everything, or meet the king, meet, uh, all these are ambitions. Everything in this world is limited. No matter, everything in this world is limited. No matter what your ambition is, everything in this world is limited. Even its dreams are limited. Let's compare this to a dream list with practical worldly constraints fly like a bird fly like a bird anywhere i wish meet muhammad jesus and moses noah gabriel peace be upon them and dare i say it meet our glorious creator on a galaxy or two Possess beauty that makes all the miss universes pale in comparison. Regain my youth and live forever young. Sounds impossible. Sounds impossible. Yet in this universe, we see the signs of the impossible in God's vast creation. Cosmic numbers that are immeasurably large, lows finely tuned to unimaginable precision, extreme complexity at the infinitesimally small cellular level. This gives us a comparative perspective which can be used to imagine the mind-boggling scale of an afterlife in comparison to this earthly life. If you go to a five star resort, you appreciate the beautiful surroundings, the luxury, the surface, and the high quality food. You feel happy and content. This resort is what people have prepared for people. Just imagine what the creator of the universe has prepared for people. Contrary to what some may think, religious people are the most ambitious. However, unlike non-believers, they do not confine their ambitions to what this life has to offer. Paradise is their goal. Paradise is the end of boredom, weariness, depression, fear, loss, pain and death, as well as the disappearance of gray hair, under eye, circles, wrinkles, etc., It is all the places we cannot hope to reach, the boundless love this world cannot offer, the people we yearn to meet, the realization of every hope, and the fulfillment of our wildest dreams. It is the removal of all boundaries and the expansion of every possibility. With faith, infinity is the limit. With faith, Infinity is the limit, no constraints, no end. It is the realization of every hope and beyond. No soul knows what is kept hidden for them of delights of the eye as a reward for what they used to do. No soul knows what is kept hidden for them of delights of the eye as a reward for what they used to do. Quran chapter 32, verse 17. The Prophet Muhammad, may peace and a blessing fall upon him, said, God tells us, I have prepared for my righteous servants what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no heart has imagined. This is found in Al Bukhari. Hadith number 7,498. In the Judea Christian tradition, we find something similar. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. This is found in the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 9 all by the distortions in the Bible. This truth remains. Worship, slavery or freedom. Worship, slavery or freedom. We will go over this in the next. We will read it in a different part. May Allah bless you all. Take care everybody. I hope I have, I have conveyed the beautiful meanings of the previous reading. Take care salam, peace. Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah.